The following podcast is intended for general information and entertainment purposes only. It should not be substituted for professional medical or psychological advice. Before beginning or changing a treatment plan, please consult your local healthcare professional. To biopsychosocially distant, we are still your friendly neighborhood nurse and uh, therapist. So thanks for bearing with us. We took we took a little. I don't want to say furlough or sabbatical. Yeah, sabbatical is, I guess, is the best term. So you know, to kind of do some various some various other stuff that we had going on. But we're back and we're ready to talk about all things wild and weird from our medical and psychological perspectives in a socially responsible as- uh, setting. Actually, I'm glad that you brought that up because I wanted to talk a little bit about that. I needed to take a break because I was really burnt out. I was not enjoying myself. I, in case, well, I don't think our our listeners know. Well, I work a full time job, and I just started my own private practice. Mm-hmm. And it's partly that I've been focusing on that because it's a lot of work, marketing, and all that jazz. In addition to working full time, so that was more of my focus. But just like whenever you start to not enjoy something that was enjoyable to you, you should probably take a break, right? Right. And that's wise. And then it becomes in, you know, you don't want it to be a chore or it, unless exactly. it's like, unless you need it to keep your lights on, then, you know, by all means, it's a little bit more complicated. And right. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to diminish that some choices are harder than others. But if it's something that you do for leisure activity, and it becomes tedious, just take a break. It's fine to do. Yeah. And it's also why um, I feel like people should not make their hobby into their work because no, then don't you, do that. you run the risk of hating it. Right. And then you're, st- and then you're stuck. Then you're at the, yep. you know, your job is your job. I always say, I, you know, I kind of think it's a little ridiculous when people say, do what you love and you never have to work a day in your life. I think that's really, uh, it's an oversimplification and it's, um, it's not a healthy perspective, truly, because there's always going to be some things that you don't like about your job, but it's your job and you do reap benefits from it, even if it's not perfect. It shouldn't be toxic and it shouldn't be hideous, but it's, you know, it's your job still. So yes, yeah, so your leisure activity should be your leisure activity. And if you're overextending yourself, and it could be a simple matter of that, other stuff has to take precedence at various times. And that's perfectly fine. And that's perfectly healthy. And everybody will survive. Yes, we're all the better for it. I think it's just it's like taking a vacation from work, you know, you just need it to recharge. But anyway, so what are we talking about today? We are talking about the um, very interesting story of Amy Carlson slash Mother God slash the love has won. I that never rolls off my tongue. I always want to call it love still wins. And I'm the queen of like calling things by the wrong name. So the love has one cult. And this is kind of, well, not kind of, this is recent news. This has been a topic in the news, especially if you're really into true crime and you've been paying attention to that, I guess, circle of information. Mm -hmm. 
this has come up very recently because in April, well, I mean, they've been on the news radar for quite a while, especially locally in Colorado where they were operating out of. But um, in 2021, a, a corpse was discovered in Colorado, a mummified corpse. Whoops. And it was identified as the cult leader, Amy Carlson. Cult leader, maybe. The cult, the face of the cult. Yes. I have a hard time. Well, she was, she was definitely the founder. The founder, yes. Whether or not she was running the show, I have, we'll, we'll delve into that because I have thoughts. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Eh. Any, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, yeah, so the love has one cult. I don't think it's too strong of a word to Mm -mm. call it a cult. Do you want to talk? You've got the good outline of how it was founded. So Amy Carlson grew up in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Prior to beginning this cult, she um, was a manager at a McDonald's. She has three children. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I really don't, there's not a lot of information out there about her background. I tried to find, find out more about her as a person, especially before the cult. Um, so I don't know what, where her children are or her former partners or anything like that. She was about 30 years old when she founded the Love Has One, well, the movement, whatever she wanted to call it. And it was founded in 2006. Yes. It went through numerous name changes. It started as the Galactic Federation of Light in 2009. Mm -hmm. In 2012, it was called the Galactic Free Press. 2014, she kind of developed the team name, the first contact ground crew, and it became the Galactic Federation of Light again. And in 2016, it was known as Love Has One. Yes. Prior to this, prior to her starting this, whatever, relatives <laughs> noticed that she had begun having increasingly bizarre beliefs. Um, and at the time, she was very into New Age religious beliefs, which, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Um, but I feel like since they're so open to interpretation, they can potentially lead to harmful, more harmful beliefs. You know, them being, I guess, co-opted. Mm-hmm. by people who intend harm if that makes sense yeah that does make yeah it does make sense because there's yeah because they're not written in stone they're not you know they're not mm-hmm. routed in tradition and all of that so you kind of have people um taking taking the beliefs and kind of running with them on their mm-hmm. own and you have more leeway into doing that because you don't have years and years and years and years of tradition to fall back on you kind of can blaze your own trail if you will the, this I feel like the love has won has had a huge presence online as we're mm-hmm. finding that more things do so that gives them more of an accessibility and also gives us more mm-hmm. of a wealth of information to go on mm-hmm. and more um, more evidence and more things to uh, more things to delve into as as we have. Yes, it start in 2012. They mm-hmm. started live streaming a lot yes. of their I don't know whatever you want to call it uh, preachings. Question mark? It, it was it, it, preachings, but it, it's sort of talking at, you know, it was a lot. It was almost like it's like a bad YouTube channel. It's like a day in the life. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, they're not necessarily talking about anything. You know, it's not necessarily structured. Like, you know, you go to church and go, OK, we're talking about today. This is the passage we're talking about today. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was sort of like this is what happened at the cult center commune house place today. Yes. And, and yeah. a little bit of, I think a little bit of Amy's just stream of consciousness as well. It, it seemed to me, I right. watched a couple shorter videos because they're, mm-hmm. I mean, they're past live streams. So they're 
hour or two hours long and I don't have time for that. No. Nor do I, I nor do I want that information in my brain. So no. that's kind of what I gleaned from the little bit that I saw. It was just yeah. kind of her blabbing on about things um, that didn't make any sense to me. And it's unfortunate because you can also see her deterioration. Yes. Physically, absolutely. physically, her physical and mental deterioration. Mm-hmm. She, um, in the earlier videos, you know, back in the mid two that like, you know, the 2016, 2012 mm-hmm. era, she does have the makings of a, she just look like a cult leader. She's together. She's care, you know, she's yes. charismatic. And then it's, um, and then she kind of goes off the, and then she goes off the cliff, you know, like she kind of can't hold the facade anymore. And whether it be mental health or substance abuse or a little from col- or physical illness um, takes mm-hmm. hold and she's completely detached, like she's detached from reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which you do find, you know, which you do find with, with, with mental illness that, that mm-hmm. happens, you can, and addiction as well. You can kind of, mm-hmm. you can function, you can kind of function in this world. And then it gets to the point where, where you cannot, and she just did it very publicly and unfortunately already had a following. So people mm-hmm. kind of went down the rabbit hole with her and went off the cliff with her. Yeah. She, um, I mean, it's my theory, uh, you know, she's not my client. I've never spoken with her. But it's my theory that there's dual diagnosis here of mental illness and substance abuse. I Mm -hmm. think she was self medicating. But again, I don't want to get I don't want to get too ahead of it, because we're definitely going to delve into all of that. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I also wanted to mention that they so they they were doing these broadcasts on Facebook and YouTube twice a day. Mm -hmm. They had a shop as well called Gaia's Whole Healing Essentials. Gaia being the Gaia is the Greek personification of Mother Earth. And they were selling shit like plasma healing spray, which just looked like, I don't know, purple Gatorade and a spray bottle to me. Which is what my, it might have been. Yeah, probably. And as well as colloidal silver, which that will come into play much later. Yeah. So we, yes, it will. We'll, to use a buzzword, we'll circle back to that. We'll circle back. We'll, yeah, we'll bring that up. Yeah. So they kind of had their foot in all kinds of, you know, and they were, they were seen as a nonprofit organization and that to mm-hmm. me is um is ridiculous and very um unethical because they had a business they had a business that made money and they sold things yeah so they were a nonprofit but all of the profit was going to Amy essentially yes um including her <laughs> her online video uh her online gaming fund yes <laughs> yes because oh my god you know what let me go into a little bit about their belief system uh-huh and wrap that up into her her gaming her online gaming bullshit. Oh, for God's sake. So Love Has One believes that God is a woman. I mean, Fair Ariana not. Grande said it. So yes, it's probably true. And Amy, Amy is Mother God. So that's the name that she goes by in this cult. Yeah. Um, she claims that she has been reincarnated 534 times and survived 771 assassination attempts. attempts. Although I've seen that number vary. Um, she claims that she has been Jesus, Cleopatra, Pocahontas, Harriet Tubman, Marilyn Monroe, and other famous people in history. And Pocahontas, and jo- it's worth mentioning, she said she was Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc was killed. You know, you didn't survive the assassination attempt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you didn't do a good job. And, and these are people in recent history. And if there was an assassination attempt on Marilyn Monroe, we would have known about it. Mm-hmm. Her death is up to interpretation, but that's... And also also note that none of the... Well, I mean, 534 times, we don't know. But 
none of the people mentioned are like Joe Schmo from down the street. It's all like famous, in- influential people. I almost went, I didn't go this deep of a dive and I'm like kind of regretting it now. I wonder if the people that she said she was reincarnated as lived at the same time. Oh yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, I was like at a brief glance, I didn't see necessarily, but I was wondering, I'm like, if she got reincarnated that many times, she her timelines would have crossed. Yes, overlapped. Oh God. Um, she also claims that Donald Trump is her father. Why does he always show up when things get kind of, when people go down the rabbit hole? Why is he always there? Why is he the, (laughs) why is he the mad hatter of crazies? I don't know. And they, but they adapted QAnon beliefs too more recently. They think, uh, I think the theory is that they're trying to recruit more people who share these beliefs. Yeah. Cause you're kind of getting the lefties with the new age hippie stuff. So they have to appeal to the other side of the. (laughs) Although, I mean, they are very openly racist, anti-Semitic, homophobic, misogynistic. I mean, uh, yes. the white trash energy is strong with this group of people. <laughs> it it true. It true. Oh, dear Lord. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, it's, it's, it's no, it's no me gusta. It's no good. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's, so that's their belief system with this person at the helm of it. There have been various father gods along the way. Oh yes. I've got it all for you, girl. You got they all also, the, fa- all the father gods. Uh, I, so they also believe in evil forces known as the cabal, which to be yes. quite honest with you, I like that name as like a fictional, uh, group of people. I'm thinking like my, the stories that I write. The yeah. cabal is a good name for an evil group of people. But anyways, they got one thing right. <laughs> so she works with the help of Father God, who most recently was a man named Jason Castillo. Yep. Um, and he's a real piece of work. They all got Duck Dynasty energy. All yes. the Father Gods have big Duck Dynasty energy. Um, she says that she and Jason are twin flames, which means that they're two people who share the same soul. Like soulmates. Yeah, it's their answer yes. to soulmates. And and it, that's that's something that lots of different people believe. It's not just yeah. That's one, a but. yeah. That's a basic. You know, a lot of these is is off kilter. Is this is a lot of it's based on it's basic religion. Somebody comes yes. to this earth to save humanity, and he is the tenth person to be named Father God. So like. I mean, I've had a, a stream of shitty exes too. So like, I, fair, you know? Right. <laughs> you didn't call any of them Father God. <laughs> no, they probably would have, some of them would have liked that. I probably thought that they were Father God, but I didn't. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so her first one, his name was Amaranth, Amaranth, which is a type of flower. She alleged that there was physical abuse in their relationship and she was saved by a man named Miguel or Michael, mm-hmm. who is now like a prominent um, Love Has One member. So there was an in the Vice documentary, there's a pretty good short Vice documentary on this yeah. cult. A man named Andrew is is interviewed and he was briefly a father god and he's like, as soon as I got to the compound, I knew something was wrong. <laughs> it's like I made a big mistake. I yeah. also like um, the original father god, Amber, Amber, I can't say his name. Did did you notice that he did the interview while he was driving? Oh, you know what? I forgot that he was interviewed. No, I didn't didn't remember that. Yeah, he he was interviewed while he was driving. And he was kind of like, you know, he he denied that there was any abuse. And he goes, but the relationship wasn't good and did talk a lot about her substance abuse. Yeah, yeah, he had to sit in the bar while she did a botch of tequila shots. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
So J- our friend Jason has mm-hmm. a, a record, a history of robberies and substance use. And like you were saying before, things started to decline pretty much after he joined the cult. Yeah. Um, including Amy's physical health. There are allegations that he sexually assaulted members, but there's nothing that's been substantiated. Mm-hmm. Um, he was consistent. He consistently verbally abused members on live streams. And the worst was reserved for John, who was briefly Father God before being demoted to Father of the Multiverse when Jason arrived, which is basically Amy made that up. She made up everything. She made up, all she made up everything. But that was like a she made it up on the spot to, so that she could make Jason Father God. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so she's like, kind of, it was like, you're Father God. And it was like, just kidding. You're only Father of the most universe. <laughs> it's like assistant to the regional manager. Yes. <laughs> oh, she pulled a Michael Scott. Yep, she, yep, she pulled a Michael Scott. They did come out with good lingo. What about the find the whore game that they played? Oh, yes. They, uh, yeah, that's um, more evidence of their misogyny, right? I have that yeah. more further down in our my cult rules section, your cult rules section. And they did come up with something that Kayla and I think we should print on t-shirts. I think. Wait, what? Lilith energy. Oh, Lilith. Yeah, we should. I know. Big big Lilith energy. Big Lilith energy. They're like one of amongst you has Lilith energy. I was, I was meal prepping my salads as I was listening to this. And I heard, I think it was Jason. I think it was Jason say one of you, one amongst you has big, has Lilith energy. And I'm like, sir, that would be me. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, fine. Um, I mean, it's a, it's absolutely psychological part of the brainwashing because that the whole point of it. So it happened on live streams Mm -hmm. and the whole idea is that the entire group gets together and they make they ha- make the members make accusations about other members. So they're pitting them against one another. It's also, it happens when a woman, uh, uh, one of the women of the group dares to be too sure of herself or too outspoken. Which happens to Kayla and I a lot. <laughs> yes. We should start saying that. Like when people are like, ma'am, you're being rude. Be like, no, I just have Lilith energy. <laughs> I have Lilith energy. <laughs> ma'am, yes, ma'am, you're being rude. Sir, calm down. Sit down. <laughs> I'm, Lilith. Um, I'm Lilith now. <laughs> I have Lilith energy. Sit down. Um, also, can we talk about how this woman has her, thinks that one of her spirit guides is Robin Williams? I, I, and again, I was eating cold steak for breakfast, and I said, "Don't you bring Robin Williams into this?" Yeah, he Robin actually Williams. declined the he he declined the invitation, but whatever. Yeah, he's it's like me if you if you send me an invitation to your MLM, I just hit decline as soon as I see it. And that would be uh-huh. Rob, that would be Robin Williams in the afterlife. He's like, nah, man, I got I got better things to do. Yeah, she she also claimed that like she taught him everything he knows about comedy. She's not funny. She doesn't have a funny bone in her body. She like in like listening to her talk. She's got a psych laugh too. Good God, she has like the. Oh my God! Yes, you can probably hear her laugh from like four miles away. It's a cackle. It's like it's a cack. Her voice, uh, her voice goes. Yeah, if Roseanne Barr and the Tiger King's voice could get mixed into a blender. Correct. With raw sewage, that's what you would have. I with have- raw sewage, yes. She had to throw in that jab. <laughs> yeah. Tiger King, Roseanne Barr, and raw sewage. 
Oh, God. She, her other, so her other spirit guides were um, some fictional character named Cryon, which I'm not familiar with and didn't really care to look up. Uh, no, I didn't do that deep dive either. And St. Germain, which I had to look up because I only know St. Germain as Elderflower Liqueur. I was going to say, um, yeah, the Elderflower Liqueur. And I was assuming she wasn't talking about that. So he was a count. Um, mm-hmm. Wikipedia says he was a European adventurer with an interest in science, alchemy, and the arts. He achieved prominence in European high society of the mid 1700s. He purposefully obscured his true name and date of birth. And I, I think he basically wanted people to think he was a vampire. So that's fair. That's what we're working with right now. <laughs> she, ha- she assembled this team and the team are the people that we see in these live streams. Mm-hmm. And she calls them the first First contact ground crew team. Mm-hmm. And they believe, quote, um, now I got a lot of information I wanted to say. There's um, there's a website called Rising Above L it's rising above LWH.com. And that's um, the purpose of the website is to provide information to former members who have gotten out, as well as family members who are searching for their loved ones. Um, so definitely check that out. I so thought quote, yeah, that was a good resource. Yes. And I'll include that in the show notes. The, the, they believe that those who refuse to recognize Carlson as God will be recycled into the sun. Only 144,000 who worship her will be allowed to live on the new earth known as 5D. So like mm-hmm. uh, the fifth dimension, basically. Yep. It is said that when Amy ascends, she will do so via a starship or a portal into the ocean. This is like a mix of Jehovah's Witness and Scientology. Yeah, basically. I, whenever yeah. anybody said, no, I, I mean, I always try to think about it. Like if an alien came to earth and you told them about, I don't know, pick a popular religion. Yeah. They would probably be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, In oh, the right, same way. But to me, whenever somebody was like, oh yeah, our, the leader of our religion came down in a spaceship. I'm like, mm, sure they did. Sure, Jan. Yeah. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. And anytime they give, um, it's like, you know, when infomercials, when they say the first hundred callers get a second set of knives for <laughs> yeah. free. Um, and I remember asking my dad and I said, how do they know the first hundred? And he goes, Jordan, everybody gets the second set of knives. It's exactly. the same. Whenever they give a number, only this many people are getting into heaven. That's that's a big red flag right there because there's no. Yeah, it, that's just to make you buy into it a lot quicker right. because you think because they put a timeline on it. Yes. So, a- yeah. Co- very common sales tactic. Yep. The first hundred people get, well, how do it's, they know the first hundred? Everybody gets yes, a second set of that, knives. That pressure that, um, oh, it's time limited. It's limited to X amount of people. That's absolutely a sales technique. And it's a shitty one too. You can't get this in stores. Well, if it was good, a good product, you would be able to get it in the stores, but you know. <laughs> MLM, makeup MLMs. <laughs> <laughs> My first question is always, oh, do they sell it at Sephora? And no, well, why not? Well, I mean, it's, ex- it's exclusive. <laughs> have you been to Sephora? They have some nice things. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, let's see, what else do I have? So she, they believe that um, Amy birthed all of us and everything in the universe. And apparently she was separated from Father God for 19 billion years, which is <laughs> how long I would also like to be separated from <laughs> my ex. <laughs> Any of those Father Gods, yes. <laughs> yeah um she she was actually she was actually avoiding (laughs) yeah i mean that's fair yeah they believe in there's i think in new age religions there's a common belief of high and low frequencies you know have you ever heard people say like oh you're vibrating at a high frequency or whatever 
I'm like I'm not vibrating. I'm just standing here, but okay. I'm just existing. Like the biofeedback. Um, yeah. Scientology's big into that. If you walk down the street yes. in New York City, they'll hook you up to something. Oh my God. I don't want to. Um, so <laughs> they think that you can dissolve your lower frequencies by undergoing etheric quote unquote surgeries and sessions. So the etheric surgery involves the mother of all creation clearing out any and all inorganic material that may have been acquired from. And I was like, oh, here it is. Yeah, here, here it, it is. is. Vaccinations. <sighs> genetically modified foods, fluoride, chemtrails, etc. Modern medicine, the education system, counseling and therapy. Mm-hmm. All of vegetarian, our Vegetarian and, and veganism, which I thought was interesting. Those are all considered evil and methods of control invented by the cabal. So apparently they're big on eating meat. So what? Um, which is so like, what? All right, <laughs> darn it, Kayla. I don't think they would like us. I don't think that <laughs> a vegetarian therapist who's been vaccinated and eats GMOs and uses fluoride in her toothpaste. I don't know about anybody else, but I like having nice teeth, and I am also a healthcare worker, and uh-huh. I've been vac. And I, you know, how many vaccines I've given to people? They would hate me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they would hate you. They would hate us. But, and we have big, big, big Lilith energy. So yeah. Uh, and they didn't like the fact that we volunteered. One of Monks you has big Lilith energy. And we got mad and said, no, two. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, here's, it, my, <laughs> here's my favorite part. So I read an individual's account of their surgery on Reddit. Uh-huh. Oh. And apparently, oh my God, it was hysterical. I should oh probably God. link it. The person was so sarcastic about it. I loved it. So Apparently, you pay eighty-eight, eighty-eight. I'm sure there's some significance there, um, which is not money, Jordan. It's considered an equal energy exchange. You can also pay twenty-two, twenty-two to have it done to your pets. Which was, you know, what if, what if they were? To be quite honest with you, if they were still going, I I think I would pay the twenty-two, twenty-two for one of the girls because they're both microchipped. So I, oh. I really want to know: could this etheric surgery will it like push the microchip out of their body? Like, how does that work? That's a very that's a very good point. And can you request your twenty two twenty two back if the microchip doesn't go <laughs> flying out of one of the girls? No refunds. It's an energy exchange. Give me my energy back. You know how many times I've wanted to say that to somebody? God, yes. Give me my freaking energy oh. back. Yes. Ah, uh, I have so many qualms with the fake energy healing surgery. Can I get into that now or does that come later? Absolutely. Please do. Oh my gosh. So, so I'm clearly a healthcare worker. This is sort of the basis of this, um, of, of this conversation. I do feel comfortable saying that my, um, my area of employment is in oncology. Um, I am an oncology nurse. So there's a lot of, complementary therapy that's available to oncology patients and is tried by oncology patients because there are so many side effects related to cancer and for the treatment of cancer. And I'm not Mm -hmm. here to say complementary therapies are a bad thing and that they're not beneficial, but the opportune word is complementary. I did some... I did some research on um, complementary alternative medicines or CAM. Um, mm-hmm. they can absolutely, they've shown benefit in treating nausea, fatigue, you know, pain, and can be integral part of therapy. And the unfortunate part is people that go a completely holistic route are 
truly hurting themselves and there are and there's research that shows that indeed they are um oh yes yes um obviously they're delaying actual treatment they're delaying the surgery they're delaying the chemotherapy and what we know about yeah go ahead Can i just jump in really quick yeah i saw i can't remember if it was a youtube video or something like that about a woman who i think she had a what is it called jordan when you have is it a melanoma like uh, skin cancer yeah, it was a yeah. spot, I think, on her nose or her forehead or something. And she yeah. had used some sort of salve that was she bought online, and it literally burned her nose off. And melanoma is vicious. Yes. And it's and it's one of the few cancers you can physically see, so you could treat it. But if it goes mm-hmm. untreated, mm-hmm. it's vicious. It is absolutely vicious. I guess she doesn't have to worry about it anymore because she she don't got a nose. Yeah, so you really you really kind of cut off your nose to spite your face, type. Truly, yeah, yeah, truly, yes. So talking about comp, uh, so types of alternative medicines, holistic home home remedy type deals, meditation, biofeedback, um, which we've talked about, uh, hypnosis, Mm -hmm. yoga, imagery. Can I? um, Yeah, is. Can you help me understand what biofeedback is in the medical field? Because it exists in therapy as well. And I, I'm i not 100% on whether or not it's considered evidence-based. So I'm looking because I actually the uh, website I'm on is pretty good. So it's Simple Machine to learn how uh, certain body functions, uh, using Simple Machines, the patient learns how to affect certain body functions that are normally out of one's awareness. Um, like controlling your heart rate is the example that they give here. Oh, I see. Okay. I think I think in therapy, it's more used to like how, like if you're talking about your trauma while you're hooked up to the machine, like where mm-hmm. in your body does it show up? But I'm not 100% sure. It could very, you know, it could very well be. And here's the thing, you, these are so up to interpretation because they're yeah. not, um, they're not, evidence-based in a lot of situations. Um, I did find um, uh, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill did a pretty good, um, did a pretty good research on the efficacy of these things. And it's exactly Mm -hmm. what you would think. Um, Relaxation techniques are effective in constipation, which makes sense and relax your Mm -hmm. bowel. Um, Dietary changes were effective in helping with high cholesterol. Well, no kidding. If you ate, yeah, no if, shit. Yeah, if you, if you ate better, it's so it's all you know. It's almost um, it's almost common sense. And the problem with a lot of therapies and a lot of holistic therapies is they can actually do harm. It's not a matter mm-hmm. of oh well, this didn't work, so what? Like I said, delaying th- you know using this instead of actual treatment is detrimental because you're delaying therapy, yes. and especially with cancer, time is of the essence, and it can actually do um, harm. Uh, dietary supplements yes. in a lot of cases can uh, a lot of cases can do harm um, because mm-hmm. they can interact with the treatment mm-hmm. or um, antioxidant. A lot of them have a lot of the dietary supplements are high in antioxidants. Which mm-hmm. you would think is a good thing, but it's not. Um, antioxidants promote cell growth, and the problem is cancer's a cell. Yep. So yeah. you can't and distinguish it, between this is good and this is bad. I mean, a lot of these substances, substances like the a lot of these um, dietary supplements is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So a lot of these dietary supplements are not approved for use by the FDA. Correct. And that's kind of like a, mm, it's, I think a lot of it is because they really haven't studied them a lot mm-hmm. enough to know that they're actually evidence, you know, there's evidence based 
Right. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you know what I mean? Like there hasn't been a lot of research, I think, on holistic, a lot of holistic supplements and things like that, Mm -hmm. which I've always been of the mind as a non-medical professional, of course, that if you're experiencing mild X, Y, and Z, you know, consult your doctor, of course, but sure, take a supplement, you know, drink the herbal tea, whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you're like a full-blown kidney infection or something, you should probably go to the hospital. (laughs) You know? Right. And I think it's been my experience that a lot of people that do like herbalism or holistic medication would agree with that. Yeah, it's it it's true. And if in if you're undergoing treatment under the care of a medical provi- medical professional, bring the supplements to them and say, yes. Is this all right that I take yes. this? And sometimes they'll say sure, or sometimes they'll say no. Vitamin C supplement when you're getting chemo is a no no. Right, exactly. Yes, you can eat an orange, but please don't um, take overdose. Yeah, yeah. Please don't, please don't take vitamin C because it promotes cell growth. You can make your cancer grow. And I found another. Um, I found a Journal of Clinical Oncology Research article that is recent. I can't find the exact date offhand, but the so they did a study of um, use of any an- antioxidants. Uh, while undergoing cancer treatment, and there was a 41% increase in hazard reoccurrence, uh, both during and yeah, both before and during treatment of borderline significance. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, don't do it. And that's interesting that you bring in your expertise in oncology, because the members of Love Has One claim that Amy has or had bone, well, doesn't have, she's deceased, but she she had bone, bone cancer. And um, I believe, was it, I, I forget which one of the father gods had said Amy cured him of her his stage four lung cancer. I can't remember which one it was. I can't remember either. And here's the thing, stage four uh, means it's metastatic and mm-hmm. it can't be cured necessarily. There's uh, one type of cancer that can be cured at stage four, two types of cancers. Um, but by and large, that's not a cure. It's palliate, you know, you can control the yes. symptoms and people, you know, can live an amazing amount of time with stage four cancer, but you you can't say that you've cured it. People right. that went to school for a long time can't cure it. And I don't think, mm-hmm. um, I don't think mother God can. But she's, she's all of our mommy. <laughs> I do not, <laughs> I don't acknowledge her as my mommy. You know, I I forced that title or I forced, yeah, I forced that title on my cats, not mother God, but just mom. Yes. They they didn't choose it. (laughs) No, neither did mine. But, you know, they're willing to take the title very seriously when I have food and will feed them. That's all I've got on antioxidants. And actually, Mm -hmm. I do have a little something on colloidal silver. So when Amy was in the late, so like you had said before, her condition appeared to deteriorate in the videos. Yeah. When, when you see her in her first live stream, she looks very, I mean, she looks outwardly very healthy. Yeah. She looks, she has good color. She's yes. Yeah. She looks healthy. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Well nourished towards the end. And I, I remember texting you about this, that she's very, uh, thin and she's purple. Yeah. Her skin is purple. She's great. Like she's like a slate, like she's a slate color. Um, And that could be due to overuse of colloidal silver. Oprah had the guy that would take the silver supplement on the show. He actually ended up dying too, if anybody watched that. Um, There's a whole family, I think, in Appalachia, maybe. Yeah, it's Appalachia. The blue family. 
Yep. And they it's believed that they that's why they're blue is because they use colloidal silver so much. It is. So colloidal silver consists consists of tiny silver particles in liquid um, that's promoted as like a health dietary supplement. Um, in fact, it's dangerous. And um, the Love Has One people really doubled down on it because they said they made the silver from scrap metal. So that's like 20 times worse. <laughs> that is 20 times worse. I'm like, okay, so that's not silver. And there's some rust in there. And maintenance probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh boy, that's not good. So it's like little fleckies. So it can cause serious side effects. Most common is the blue grayish discoloration of the skin, which is usually permanent, which is um, called argratia. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay. And it can also, this is interesting, it can cause poor absorption of some drugs. Like anti- that makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. So does it, it impacts the liver? Like it lives in the liver after it's ingested? Um, that would make, I didn't see anything about it exactly, but your liver is your garbage disposal. So that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, so you're not going to absorb the drug as much because your body's like, why is this in here? So it can build up. Yeah. So it can build up in the body's tissue. So just think metal's not supposed to be in your body. No. Well, hey, don't, don't now- talk to me about my, what about my piercings, Jordan? <laughs> Did you get your liver pierced again? Yeah, I did. And it's and it doesn't have any sort of known function or benefit taking into the body. That being said, um, topically, silver can be used as an antimicrobial in wound healing, but it's not mm-hmm. meant to be used inside the body. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like, I mean, I'm the type of person who will, like if I have a cut or something, I'll grab witch hazel yeah. or if I'm have a, a little burn, I'll grab some aloe, you know, something yeah. like that. Why not? But exactly. Ingesting these things is a whole different ballgame. Yeah, that's completely, you know, they say things are not for internal use for a very, very good reason. The stuff that you use on your skin is different than the stuff you should be putting in your body and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so, and again, it kind of like, and it goes back to, you're taking a very nuanced, complicated issue like cancer and oversimplifying Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. don't trust anybody that can say i can get rid of that for you no problem like there's no it's like saying you know you know my big my big talking point never trust somebody when they say they've got the superfood or the cure-all and one of the articles mentioned this and said if somebody is trying to tell you that one thing can take care of cancer heart disease diabetes don't believe them no, snake oil salesman. Yeah, that has to do, that's way too many different parts of your body and it's too many mechanisms. And there's cough, a re- Dr. Oz, cough, Dr. Oz. Oh, Dr. Oz. Oh, he's, he sticks in my craw. I don't want to. No, thank you. Uh, so that's, yeah, there's a reason why there isn't, you know, here's the pill that takes care of everything. There's a reason why people are on multiple different types of medications because Mm -hmm. different problems have different solutions. And this is, and this is dangerous. So you already, so you have a cult. So there's already brainwashing. There's already um, group think there's already, Mm. you know, there's already all of these things. Illness is very, you know, illness is as prevalent as illness is various illnesses somebody gets sick when they're in this cult, they could die. Yep. 
Oh my God. This is why we need to do the anthill kids too, because speaking of what happens when you get sick in a cult, but I won't go into that because it's a wild ride. (laughs) Oh, geez. That's another, yeah, that's another story for another day. So yes, that is why Amy was gray. So the other thing that was going on with Amy's health, uh, besides, you know, uh, some sort of mental illness, um, there was also very blatant substance abuse. Unfortunately, the two go hand in hand a lot. So I saw a lot of parallels between Amy and Jim Jones, who we did a few episodes on a while back. Yeah, I absolutely I think it's, it's plausible that Amy, like I believe theorized Jim Jones had bipolar disorder. I mean, I just see those I see some of the symptoms there, Mm -hmm. you know, the grandiosity, the the impulsivity, the substance abuse to self medicate, that kind of a thing. The um, now and that's, uh, you know, of course, I'll add the disclaimer, most people with bipolar disorder are wonderful people, especially, you know, they're taking their meds, they're going to treatment, (laughs) that it just so happens that this was an already bad person that had potentially had this disorder. Yeah, it was, you know, it was fuel to the fire. And it's, un, you know, and it's sad, and it's unfortunate. And, you know, she was, you know, they said she was drinking eight to nine vodkas and eight to nine vodkas in the evening, but nobody in the cult um, uses use substance. It was a natural, mm-hmm. it was a natural anti inflammatory, don't you know? Yes, yes, yes. That's what they said is that alcohol and weed are organic. So they're allowed to use it. Well, Amy was allowed to use it. Amy was, it. yes, Amy, which is sort of the opposite of what you typically see in cults. Uh, you know, of course, I'm hearkening back to Charles Manson, where he would have everybody else use drugs and he would use a smaller amount of drugs. So he would be the one in control. That's why I'm having a hard time believing Amy was the leader. I kind of want to go into the well, first of all, I wanted to say while we're on the topic of substance use, um, in some of the live streams, where she was clearly under the influence, she can also be seen abusing children. So there's a a video where she, a child is distressed and crying and Mm -hmm. she encourages the members to lock the child in a closet. Mm -hmm. And that is what happens allegedly. I mean, you can't see it. It happens off screen, but, and there's another video where she's physically abusing a cat. That um, and, and it was hard to watch. That was and, all yeah, hard and, to and watch. like yeah. she's like screaming at it. Like w- w- she's asking it to. Oh my god, what is the term? Get in right action. She's like, you need to get in right action. Like the cat is like, lady, just fucking stop looking at me, and I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, and was holding the cat up. And if you know anything By about cats, yeah. yeah. And if you know anything about cats, they don't like eye contact. They don't like to be. Made to do anything that they don't want to do because they're very independent animals. Yeah, that was uh, that solidified for me. She's a real piece of shit. But anyways, I mean, that and all of the abuse of the humans that was happening too. Yeah, that and the everything. Um, So I wanted to really quickly, well, as quickly as I can, go over some of the characteristics of a cult. I think I did this for the Jim Jones episode. But just quickly, this is from the website of Dr. Steve... Eichel, I think it is, E-I-C-H-E-L, who I think works for an organization that does research on cults in Mm -hmm. order to maybe like deprogram people. Okay. So the group is focused on a living leader to whom members seem to display excessively zealous and questioning commitment, preoccupied with bringing new members and making money, Mm -hmm. questioning doubt and dissent are discouraged or punished, Mm -hmm. mind-numbing techniques such as meditation, chanting, speaking in tongues, etc. are used to... it suppress doubts about the group and its leaders, 
Leadership dictates sometimes in great detail how members should think, act, and feel. The group is elitist, claiming a special exalted status for itself, its leaders, and members. The group has polarized us versus them mentality, which causes conflict with the wider society. The group's leader is not accountable to any authorities. The group teaches or implies that its supposedly exalted ends justify the memes that members would have considered unethical before joining the group. The leadership induces guilt feelings in members in order to control them. Member subservience to the group causes them to cut ties with families and friends, family and friends, and give up personal goals and activities that were once that were of interest before joining the group. Members are expected to devote inordinate amount of time to the group, and they are encouraged or required to live and or socialize only with other members of the group. So that's kind of like the, in general, what cults look like. So now let's dive into love has one specific rules. So we have a cult. So we have a cult. So one of the rules is that they are only allowed to get maximum four hours of sleep. Uh-huh. Which, of course, we know that sleep deprivation is helpful when trying to brainwash, abuse, and control people. Because yes. when you're sleep deprived, your brain is not working to its full capacity. Mm-hmm. And you basically, especially a, a long periods of time of sleep deprivation, you, you, you're like you're drunk. You're not yeah. coordinated. You can't think clearly. Yes. Men must pee sitting down. Mm-hmm. So I want to clarify that there's nothing wrong with doing this if you're a guy that does this. but. No. Curious if the reason behind forcing men to do this has to do with emasculating them to control them or create a power imbalance. Could be. Yeah. The no standing rule. I mean, the no sitting rule. The no sitting rule. Right. Right. So if you, that's, um, what would you call that? I mean, like physical, I don't know. Physical, it's physical control. Condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no, and someone said, you know, people had a hard time with this because of how they were brought up. You know, you live in one of those controversial sitting households. Yeah. (laughs) exactly um so there's no relationships or sex unless you are assigned a twin flame by amy which is pretty common in cults you know the leader chooses pairings that would benefit them yes um no drugs or alcohol but this doesn't apply to amy or jason because Mm -hmm. alcohol and weed are organic right yes they restrict food intake because quote if you're in right action you don't need to eat yeah they said that they can survive on like like the amount of food that I've had, they say it, it would be a, a meal and a half for them is what a meal and a half would be to somebody else is enough food that they would need in a whole day. That's one of the members said in one of the videos. Meanwhile, Jordan and I are over here talking about how many pounds of uh, crawfish boil we want to eat later on. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> we are for not, one meal. <laughs> we are not in that right mind. We're not we're not in right action, I guess. We're not in right action, yes. Which is so fine. Obviously, this is another way to gain control because sleep yes. and food deprivation will leave people in a weakened state physically and emotionally pretty quickly. You can't physically fight back and the immune system becomes weakened. Mm-hmm. So you're more susceptible to illness. And food is something that people can control. So if people, you know, even if you're hungry, you can say, no, I want them to think I'm in the right action. I better not eat. Right. Exactly. So it's, you know, so it's kind of causing, you know, it's something modifiable. So you can't have your own money and your belongings are surrendered are surrendered upon arrival. So again, that's very common in cults. Yes. That strips the individual of their agency. You don't have any money. You can't buy your way out. Yep. No escape. Uh, followers are told what to think and how to dress. So they have specific colors for specific days that you'll notice in the videos. 
I wanted to note that in paganism, colors can be tied to the days of the week or specific intentions. And mm-hmm. in Eastern faiths, colors are tied to chakras. So again, more co-opting of other religions. They even came out and said it had to do with chakras. They are encouraged to cut ties with family and friends, common in cults and abusive relationships. Yes, which, you know, which are, they are both. There's this practice called the Desolation Road, Mm -hmm. which is a spot in the woods where followers are sent when, quote, their vibrations are low as punishment. So they're dropped there in all manner of weather and told to wait until they're welcomed back by the cult. So let's not forget... Because at first I'm thinking like, oh, if you drop me off in the woods, I'd probably be fine. Although maybe not on an empty stomach and two hours of sleep. And with no and with no supplies. They're not leaving you with a Swiss Army knife and some MREs. But And let's also not forget that this is Colorado. Yeah. Mountain lions, wolves. Like there's there are predators that we don't have, say, like here in southern New England. Oh, right, yeah. right. And these are people coming from hither, thither, and yon, too. So they're mm-hmm. not... You know, so it's not like, oh, yeah, I've been going out in the woods in Colorado since I was five. Right. And I'm I'm certain that experienced outdoors people in the Colorado area are well aware of those dangers as well. You know, like they, right. they wouldn't go out into the woods just wherever and think that they're going to be fine. Right. And you have to believe that if somebody was doing that, um, the shittier the weather, the probably better for them. Oh, Okay, I'm back. All right. So everybody, I just told Jordan I had to take a bathroom break and she told me I couldn't because that means I'm not in right action. Yes, I was going to say you went to the bathroom. So you need to go out into the woods until I tell you to come back. That sounds fine to me. (laughs) Okay, not on this, not on this 90 degree day, maybe. (laughs) Five seconds later, come back. I want to have crawfish. Yeah, exactly. Someone feed my cats. Okay. <laughs> so spe- speaking of uh, Desolation Road, so there's a lot of videos on YouTube where people are interviewed on the Dr. Phil show, and you know how I feel about Philip. So I did not watch any of them. <laughs> I did not hear. I'm like, I am not here for Philip. So, but um, the YouTube video that I did watch that had very um, comprehensive information. Yes. Uh, the channel is Weird Reads with Emily Louise. So Emily watched a few of these videos so that we didn't have to, I guess. Thank you, Emily. (laughs) Your video was fantastic. One of them. So one of the people interviewed on Dr. Phil was the sister of a member who experienced this punishment. And he was found naked under the influence with cactus needles shoved into his feet. Yep. He was sent to the hospital and deemed to be not a danger to himself or others, which at first I was like, their hands are kind of tied in a situation like that. However, you know, I was going to say that's technically correct based on hospital policy and insurance policy. Sometimes yeah, there's fucking true. nothing you can do. It's true. You know, whereas maybe a doctor or a nurse on their own would have said, like, absolutely, I'm not letting you leave. When you're in that sort of a setting, there's a lot more red tape to go through. Rather, whether or not that aligns with your ethical, your own personal ethics or values. Yeah. It may not. It is hard to keep somebody. I, you know... I don't know, because I, you know, I wasn't there. I'm trying not to fall right. uh, fault my colleagues there right and i mean you as an adult you can leave ama against medical advice you can oh yeah you certainly can and papering somebody or you know requiring somebody to remain in the hospital is a difficult thing it is it's very difficult except in florida you can bake correct people pretty easily (laughs) because really oh florida Uh, you're funny 
But so the family had called the local police because they weren't local to Colorado, but they had called the local police Mm -hmm. to report their family member as endangered missing. So saying like he is a danger to himself and others. Can you please hold him? So that it's kind of a different story since they uh, reported him as missing, Mm -hmm. I think. But a good Samaritan sat with him and spoke with him for eight hours while the family made their way out there to pick him up. He the real MVP. Yes. But apparently local law enforcement doesn't take or didn't take anything to do with love has one seriously. And that's a problem. Especially because when it comes to cults, usually the feds get involved. The FBI gets involved. Usually. Yeah. So interesting. It is. But I mean, that would take, that would probably take the local police reporting it to the FBI, if not a, a citizen knowing that they could report it to the FBI, you know? That's a good point. That is a really good point. And I'm, you know, I'm in no way an expert on how that chain of command goes, nor do I want to be. You can, you can absolutely call into the FBI if you feel like you have encountered something that is a federal issue. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So they recruit people through the Telegram app, largely, like largely through social media. So they have a wide reach, like you said before. They People came from as far as like South Africa to join this cult in Colorado. Yeah, that's a dangerous thing about, about the internet like that is yes. because you can get hooked up with some pretty scary people. And we've seen that in many different, uh, in many different tragedies. It was routed in people becoming mm-hmm. radicalized on the internet, unfortunately. Yes. I always tell the kids I work with, I feel like a broken record, like assume everything you read online is not assume it's fake, but take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, be be smart about it. Don't. Yes. Yeah, use your brain. Um, it's important to note, I think that the Telegram app has features that allow you to hide messages. So really? kind of like Snapchat's message system, you know, the message or the photo will disappear, I think, after 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of similar to that. That's interesting. So a good way to keep it from your loved ones if you're trying to join this cult. Really? Um, Yeah. So the last point um, that I have and that Emily had mentioned in her video is that there's potentially a connection to the um, missing persons case of Crystal Reisinger. Mm -hmm. Um, She went missing from Creestone, Colorado in 2016. She was the mother of one. She was very into new age stuff and claimed to be a medium and clairvoyant. Reportedly, um, there were multiple sightings of her at a full moon drum circle after she was reported missing by her landlord on July 13th. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Up and Vanished podcast, I thought this was really interesting. So Up and Vanished had an interview with a Love Has One cult member regarding Crystal's case. And in the middle of the interview, the call is interrupted by someone who sounds a lot like Amy. But Ooh. it's, you know, not verified because the person never says their name. Mm-hmm. Um, and in addition to this, there's allegations of police corruption locally. So locals of Creestone believe that Wayne Clark, who is a law enforcement officer who was arrested on other charges, they think that he had mishandled some missing person reports, including Crystal's. So they one thing that had happened was that the locals are were fucking fed up with this bullshit. And they <laughs> they <laughs> planned a wellness check on Mm -hmm. the little compound where they were all living. Mm -hmm. And the day before, the cult travels to Hawaii, Yep, gets the heck out of Dodge, and Wayne Clark leaves the area and misses his arraignment hearing. Hmm, I wonder who tipped them off. Um, And Emily states in her videos, I thought this was interesting, she was like, you know, I was researching this and I fell down so many other rabbit holes, but 
it makes sense because for cults to thrive, they have to make local and powerful connections so people will turn a deaf ear. So That's if true. You remember, if you remember, Jim Jones had a lot of connections with high-flying individuals in local and federal politics. So Yeah, he did because he kind of he started off his career uh, is following some really noble causes. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And that's that's another parallel I see with Jim Jones mm-hmm. is that, you know, people don't join cults when things are going well <laughs> in their lives. Correct, correct. People, people join cults because they're searching for meaning or they're yeah. looking for just something different or they're mm-hmm. trying to find themselves or whatever. And then they fall prey to these people under the guise of something really good. You know, it looked yeah. from the outside, like the people's temple was doing something really good for society. You know, they yep. wanted to unite people and desegregate people and stuff like that. But that was not what Jim Jones really wanted to do. No, Charles Manson preyed on high school kids that were trying to find mm-hmm. their way in the late sixties and got them doped up. Yeah. Which was the norm for the time. Yes. And um, and they fell victim to this guy and they're still in jail because of it. And, you know, it kind of, it makes me think of like abusive relationships, right? Like if yeah. you sat down with someone on a first date and they punch you in the face, you would not call them again. No. But they're very charming until they have you and then they start abusing you. Right, right. It's like, um, you know, people think that racists, you know, come out and say, I hate this group of people. I hate that group of people. Very rarely are you going to find somebody that that's, that's blatantly, you know, it's all kind of, it's subtle. Mm -hmm. So, and that's the tricky part of, you know, and that's the tricky part about that. So keeping yourself mentally well and keeping yourself surrounded by people that truly have your best interests at heart isn't a difficult thing to do, but it's something that's really important. Yes. So that's all I have for my notes. I don't know if you have. I know we, our girl Caitlin Doty, Ask a Mortician, had a great video on 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 Amy's death and yeah. the legality of mummifying your cult leader. And she, had, it's, it's not legal. <laughs> it is not legal. And she actually brought up a really good point. Is and it kind of to speak to what we were talking about before. I think somebody must have there must have been some investigations with these people going on because they were brought in on charges of mishandling a corpse. And Caitlin said very prophetically, you know, people don't typically get the book thrown at them when they mishandle a corpse. She said, it doesn't make it right, but it's like when, um, it's like when people in the mob are brought in on, you know, tax evasion, but you know, they really murdered all these people, yes. but that's what you're able to nail them on. Yeah. So there is something to be, you know, thought of, you know, was something going on behind the scenes where they were investigating these people. She also covered a portion where um, I think she, I don't know if they left, they went to Hawaii and le- left and then came back, or if this was the time where they fled to Hawaii to avoid the wellness check. I think they fled to uh, Hawaii and then pissed off everybody in Hawaii because Amy said she was Pele and then came back and then she died. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's the timeline. That makes sense. But yeah, they fled to Hawaii and the uh, the locals, especially the native people, I think they were on Kauai. Yeah. Kauai. Um, yeah. That's what had, they a, had a protest. Yeah, they protested. And the main I think part of the reason was that they brought their white trash energy that I was yes. talking about before. Yes. But also because Amy said that she was Pele, who is the sacred goddess in That's Hawaii right. to the native people. Yes. And they were like, this white bitch. <laughs> Come in here saying yeah. she's Pele. Right. I don't think so. 
So they protested and the police were like, you know, it's in your best interest to leave. Yeah, the mayor came and said, I can't guarantee your safety anymore. Good on that mayor. Um, So y'all need to go. So they gave him a police escort to the airport and sent him back to Colorado. Um, Mm -hmm. And they went to the town that actually um, allows the open pyre cremation. Oh, okay. Yeah, Colorado has very relaxed laws about like what, what happens after your death. So like... It's the only state where you can be cremated on a pyre. Yes. Um, So it could, yeah, so that could have, I don't know if that's why they brought Amy to there. I don't know if they had that sort of foresight. That would inquire a lot of, you know, that would inquire a lot of staple planning. Mm -hmm. So, and again, Amy was the face. I don't think she was the mastermind. I think she started off as one. And I think when she deteriorated, one of Father God's took over. I think Jason really took over. He I agree. was very toxic. I mean, yeah. that's like really an understatement. He he identified himself as Lucifer at one point. Yeah, I saw. I remember that. And freaking, I don't know. Lucifer's over here. Like, no, I I decline that invite. Also, <laughs> no, I no, I do not take ownership of you. So it's yeah. And here, if, the, I mean, yeah. if he if if he wants to be Lucifer, then he's got to um, get a lap dance from Lil Nas X. So, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't think is part of the cult values. But well, considering they're all homophobic, probably not. No, and I feel like you know we you know we discuss it and go around with it. And the sad part about it is, cults suck. Like there's no happy ending. There is no happy ending to a cult. It just leaves a bunch of fire in it in their wake and sadness and tragedy. There's right. no, there's no happy ending. There's no there's like good pro- cults. There's a profound difference between a cult mm-hmm. and a religion, yeah. you know? So like you, you were telling me that the other night at your church, people got together to kind of make a democratic decision to vote on something yep so rather than one person declaring themselves leader and making all of the decisions people as a congregation come together and make a decision for the best of what's best for everybody yeah and there's discussion and there's nuance and there's disagreement and that's all fine Mm -hmm. and everyone's time is respected everybody's voice is respected that's Mm -hmm. i think a big difference you know and that's any religion, that's Christianity, that's Islam, that's Judaism, it's, a, it's paganism, it's everything, you know? Yeah, and it's all rooted in in religion. The point of religion is for it to be rooted in the good. It's to be rooted in love right. and rooted into compassion, rooted into kindness. And as a person of faith, I don't think there's one root to that. There's not one root to goodness and leading a good life. And I think you can do that without religion as well. And I think that's the that's how the majority feels about it too. And, mm-hmm. and it's not meant to overtake your life. Um, you don't have to be married to somebody within the religion. You don't have to only right. associate with people within the religion. That's the big difference. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. that one aspect of your life, not the whole thing. Correct. Correct. That is, you know, that, and when something is becoming your entire life, that's how you know you are in an unhealthy relationship, whether that be with mm-hmm. your job, whether that be a friendship, whether that be an intimate partnership, whether that be a club, that's, that's the, that's how, you know, there's an issue. I think that's a really good point. Yep. Yeah. So if you learn nothing from this, please don't be in a cult. We love you. <laughs> yes. Um, like my favorite murderer said, if you're in a cult, call your dad. (laughs) 
I feel like that would be one of the first people I would call my dad if I hit it. He'd be like, no, you got to get out of that. Um, my father would probably be like, well, I don't know what you want me to do. Call your mother. <laughs> God bless him. And your mother would grab you by your hair and pull you out of said cult. <laughs> yeah, she would. Yeah. Mother God hasn't met mama. It hasn't met your mama. <laughs> no, she has not. No, she has not. And nor will she ever. <laughs> yes. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Who's who has to think of the random question? Shit, I think it's me this time. Why don't I do it? Okay. What level of spice would you like on your crawfish? <laughs> oh my god, just mild. Because well, first of all, it's really fucking hot. Yeah. And second of all, I've been having some bad hot burn lately. <laughs> You've been having some bad hot burn. Do I have to have the thumbs out when you come onto my deck? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. What are you What are you getting? I'm getting mild as well. I am going to get the boilery combo, the boilery signature seasoning blend, mild crawfish and and crab legs and snow crab legs, and I also want a side of their garlic noodles. Ooh, that sounds good. All right, I'm gonna have to amend my order. Also, everyone, by the time this episode airs, we're, I think we're gonna put it up for Thursday. Um, yeah. Jordan will have had a birthday on Tuesday, the eighth. Aw, shucks. Happy birthday. (laughs) Be sure to celebrate Gemini season fully. Ask all the questions. Spin out into the future. Mm, I am a Leo and every, like, every wonderful friend who's ever been in my life has been either, I think, a Gemini or a Cancer. Yeah, my people are mostly Gemini, Cancer. I do have uh, some Aries that I adore, too. Um, Excuse me, me and your mother, Leos. Hello. Oh, I thought I said Leo. I thought I said Leo. You said you said Gemini and Cancer. Um, no, I meant. Um, I apologize. I meant Leo and Cancer. How dare you? And Capricorn. I get those. Yeah, those are my. Uh, yeah, those are my. Uh, those are my peeps. Um, Luna is also a Gemini, and so uh, is which one of your boys is a Gemini? Trapper. Trapper is a Gemini horse. Trapper is the same exact zodiac Chinese astrological combo as me. And it shows. That's so funny. And Um, it shows. What is Clover was born in March? March and April is Aries. So Clover's an Aries. Yep. Um, Hawkeye Pierce is a Sagittarius. Not surprised. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, we we think, right? Because they found Hawkeye when he was... Yeah, they found. Years old. Yeah, they found Hawkeye when he was. Um, they think he was about three when they found him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they usually estimate. Um, same with Clover, so they don't know her exact date of birth. But no, but we um, actually, he's a Scorpio, not a Sagittarius. He was born in early November, so we think or found in early November. Looney Patooney just turned one on the second. Happy birthday, Looney! Looney. Yeah, our birthday's two days before Trapper. Happy birthday, Looney Patooney! Looney Patooney. Yep. My crazy girl. The crazies. All right, everybody. Be excellent to one another. Don't join cults. Just because you can see people doesn't mean you have to. <laughs> yes. We're going to go eat some crawdaddies. We're going we're gonna to eat some crawdaddies on my deck and drink some whiskey lemonade. We love you. We love you. Wait, 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 wait. Where, where can they find us? Oh, they can find us on bio. Yeah, we're Biopsych Pod on Instagram and Biopsychosocial on Facebook. We're also Biopsych Pod on Twitter, but does anyone use Twitter anymore? I don't know. I don't know. That <laughs> Trump does it, and that makes me happy. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to get our crawdad orders together. Bye. Bye.
No. Oh, 